tip. Good afternoon. It is May 30th, 2022. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Levinos and Coast by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? Happy summer. Memorial Day weekend. Official kickoff. Get your swimsuit out. Get everything. All your summer things. It's going to be great. It's going to be an excellent summer this year. I have a weird story for you to, uh, to get things going here. There was a man in France. He dressed up like an elderly woman, wheelchair and everything, had uh, lipstick on, the, the, whole, the whole nine. He smashed a cake into the Mona Lisa painting. This happened? Really? The, the security? This happened. How was he able to enter... With the with 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 the cake, like what's the excuse? I, I do you go look at art eating cake? Is that normal? I I don't know. I'm thinking if you had a uh, you know you look like an, an elderly woman and you have uh, you know a wheelchair, you, know, you could probably probably store a uh, store cake or store some things. Uh, you would think a museum like the the Louvre, like you're you're, you're checking everybody out, but maybe you're you know, more concerned about guns and weapons and less concerned about about cake. What I didn't realize is that there is a glass in front of it, so it's not like the uh, the painting is ruined, but super bizarre. And then the witness, there's a witness that says he yelled out, "Think about the Earth." So it sounds like this is uh, another uh, another protest that has to do with climate change, but similar to the uh, to the basketball lens. I'm glad that that uh you know. It was only a couple incidents and that that's gone away. But if, if we don't know why you're protesting, like it's kind of the whole point, like how, how the, the messaging has got to be better here. Right. It's kind of like protesting has turned into the worst part of advertising, which is just trying to gain the attention is from anybody as, as much as possible. And I think you, you feel like you, you got your message across by gaining this sort of attention, but most of the time you don't. I mean, you got to talk about it, but we're talking about it for the wrong reasons. Not, we're not talking about. I, I, I don't know. Do you want to start talking about the environment? Is is there something we we haven't uh, touched on in this podcast that it's really really limiting? Do you think our listeners truly are tuning in tuning in for our opinion on that? I I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I, I'm just wondering what what was the 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 best case scenario here? I mean, if you you go to a museum and you do something to negatively impact the art, like you're, you're going to get kicked out. <laughs> so he, he, of course, he of course did. And he was uh, sent for psychiatric uh, evaluation. So just wh- wh- what are we doing here? I, I, I'm confused. I'm going to steal this from my, my new uh, dating profile. This is, this is going to be what I've done. This is, this is my new hobby is I, I, I go, I go look at paintings and I, and I throw, uh, cake desserts at them. Maybe, maybe I think like, you're going to get kicked out of a lot of museums. Uh, this person seems to make out just fine. I mean, psychiatric help. I mean, so they're they're paying for his room and board. That, that sounds like uh, not the craziest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> oh, this is a, this is an interesting angle. I didn't expect this. I, I'm really just struggling because I don't know what else to give you about here. I'm, I'm just trying to keep this main topic so it doesn't just drown this whole podcast. But maybe we should get back to what we're we're really better at. And I'm not opposed to these opening stories. They're always great. Just sometimes it's just a little out of my realm here. All right. I, I could talk Celtics heat for a whole hour because we're really going to have to. There's a reason a whole lot else to talk about. But 
It is a game with so many storylines. It is a game that has given me heart attacks throughout the same game somehow. I It, it feels like just when you feel like you can comf- be in any sort of comfort zone as a Celtics fan, they'll just rip that rug out from under you, right? They have to constantly be going the most difficult route possible. There's no easy way. It's a one-way road. It's the hard way. There's there's no other way for the Celtics team. But you know what? We got it done. It certainly wasn't great, which makes me feel like we should be able to make some improvements. I wonder a whole lot about how the teams we have now faced over the past couple rounds compared to the team we're about to face in Golden State. A much fascinating defensive roster on, on both ends here with some interesting matchups. I feel like we should have some advantages when I look at some of the defenses that we've been struggling against the past two rounds and that we should have some success against Golden State. But on the flip side, I don't know who the best player is going to be in this series. There's a million things we're going to get to in all of this, but let's just stay with the Celtics success. We somehow get through it. We get it done. It's not pretty, but we're, we're, we're in. We're, we're making it to the finals. I What was your experience going through this entire Game 7? Obviously, knowing it's win or go home, we're on the road, there's been multiple opportunities this whole series to, to kind of close this out. And here we are. We're in Game 7. What, what did you think of Game 7? Well, even before uh, before the Game 7, I wasn't expecting a Game 7. We're playing Friday night, late. Everybody's ready to go. I, I thought, and you know, after Game 5, we, we, we were in Miami, and, you know, we just, well, you know, just took it. It was a blowout. It was on their court. All the guys were hurt, and it was just, uh, you know, I was starting to let myself start thinking, like, finals, like, how, how are we matching up with the Warriors? You know, a little, a little going in, and then, whew, boy, did uh, that not go well on Friday. I, I, I take some of the responsibility. I, uh, I, I went out to, uh, went out to dinner, had the TV on in the, in the background, and then when I, when I got back, so it wasn't until it was later, and you know, didn't have my, my full attention, and it just seemed like we were just slightly down, and it was just like. They're gonna lose their legs. I mean, in that game five, Victor Oladipo, I think on one possession, had two air balls that just clanked off the the backboard, like terrible missers. It's like I think they're just, I think they're just done. I think they're just worn out. And so I, I did not like the idea of a of a game seven because you know the, they always say anything can happen in game seven. And different from the Milwaukee series, going on the road, and we've actually been pretty successful on the on the road, but. <laughs> you know, you, you want you want the home cooking. You want you want your crowd behind you, but uh, I agree with you that very much a, a roller coaster. We we were we jumped right on them, and then we just didn't really put them all the way away. And you know, we were up double digits, and then they made a push right at the end of halftime, and then we're going along. It's just like, can, can we not just push this to twenty? Like just a little, a little more breathing room. And no, no, we couldn't. And then with about 40 seconds left, we're, we're only up by, by two points. Uh, I, I, I thought that Jimmy Butler shot was going in. What, what about you? Well, yeah, I, I did want to talk about it. I, I think I think it was the right decision. I did as a Celtics fan. I thought it was going in. And, and I stand by it being the right decision. There's, what, maybe a dozen seconds, 12 seconds left on the, the shot clock here, or on, just in the game in general, maybe even less. Jimmy's on the fast break here. If you have the ball in a situation like this. I love not calling a timeout, advancing forward with it, and, and not trying to draw anything up, like giving the defense an opportunity to set up. I, I like getting open shots off. So he got an open shot off. Everyone feels like he should have drove in and attacked Al Horford, who 
is really just waiting for him to do that. If anything, he's like, maybe we'll maybe he'll take a bad three right now and, and get it. But I understand both sides of, of Al trying to force that and being more worried about the drive and probably getting bailed out to some degree of, of him pulling up. But he got an open shot in a game seven down two. I, I think it was the right decision, especially when you factor in something that no one no one talking about this is going to be able to relate to because no one talking about this played 48 minutes in a game seven that went seven seven uh, games and the whole rounds before all that. Like Jimmy has a lot of miles on those legs and he might have mailed in a couple games this series, but I promise you he was feeling them on that shot. It's probably the only reason he missed it is because he did play every single minute of that game. But I like the shot. I think it was a good shot. If you're a Miami fan, which I know there's some obvious bias between both of us here, but are you happy with that shot, or were you hoping that we're going to drop a play for Struess out of bounds and, and put everything on that? I like Jimmy taking the shot. I, I, when I saw it, it was just fear that we, we were up 10 points you know, a minute ago, and now we're about to be down one, and we're going to need most likely Jason Tatum to bail us out here. And this might be the end of our season where the whole game, we, like I said, we, we had a double digit lead most of the time. So you just felt pretty, pretty comfortable. Like, okay, yep, but we're doing, doing good. And then it just, it felt like it was going to be ripped away. It was going to be on that list of terrible sports losses where you're just expecting like, Oh, we're, we're about to go to the finals, about to go to the finals. And nope. Uh, I, I, I don't really get the, uh, the, the big talk of saying Jimmy shouldn't have taken the shot. He's a superstar on the team. He was, he was open. Horford was was dropping dropping back, and I, I don't know what was that maybe a 50, 50, 50 shot there at worst. It's a wide open shot with seconds left in the game. Do you know how hard it is to get a wide open shot with seconds left in the game? It doesn't happen, especially at this round and at this conference finals. I mean, we're not, this isn't a regular season game. The other team is trying to do everything they can to stop you. For whatever reason, you have managed to take advantage of them to get an open shot. You have to take it. Especially if you were the best player. I mean, what other what other best players across the series here of any any series of these playoffs would you not want the best player to take that shot? It, it, there's every single one, every single All Star, every single good player on any of the teams that have been eliminated now takes that shot. I, I don't understand the, the I don't understand the question of of oh we should have drove we should have forced the foul they're at home you know they have the advantage in overtime man they are <laughs> they are so fortunate to be in this game. The, the the first half alone, where they're getting destroyed, we're we're controlling the game in every single aspect, and yet they are able to once again go on a run against all odds, against all good basketball quality. It just garbage time of getting to the free throw line, having really funky runs and on defense and offense, where you're just clawing your way and somehow going on these eleven zero runs in like sixty second spans. It makes no sense. I don't know how we managed to survive that, but part of me thinks that this is a unique Miami thing and that no other team in the world is, a is able to do that, where they are just terrible terrible for majority of the game, essentially, and then are able to put over these runs that are just lethal, lethal to the point where we almost blew the entire series in the last minute here. And, and it came down to that shot. That shot, man. We we have a completely different attitude today. This would be if we had school today. I wouldn't have gone to school if we lost last night, especially in that fashion. <laughs> this would have been I phone in. 
I have a tummy ache. It, I, it's a legit yeah. tummy ache. Like I really, I don't, yeah, I don't feel well. I really don't feel well. It, there may be, I may be in perfect health, but I promise you, I don't feel well. I feel as if I'm going to be sick and that something terrible has happened to me because it really would have been terrible. How many, were there, was there any moment for you yesterday watching the game where you felt, man, this, this really could be over? It was like I was just saying uh, when Jimmy Butler was open on that three. It's just like, oh no, oh, oh like we're about to be we're about to be down. We've led this game wire to wire, been in the driver's seat, and that's when that, that that's where I had the, the the biggest doubt. And I, it's it's Al Horford back there, so he he he's a smart guy. He's a good defender, so I don't think it was a automatic. Butler's gonna gonna score. I mean, he, he's a great player. He can score on, on anybody. But I don't think it, it wasn't like Horford was out of position and was was chasing him down. It was Al was right in front of him, backing up like between him and uh, him in the basket. So I I think like you said, Jimmy Butler, any star on any of these teams, you, you're open. You, you got to take it. Go for the go for the win. Uh, they're 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 exhausted. You know they played uh, well, yeah, played played eight guys, and you know Hero really didn't play. So really seven guys going to overtime. You know, good good luck with those legs. Well, it was finally a decent game to some degree, where the Celtics go up early, and then it's kind of even the rest of the way. Miami chips at it a little bit, but for the most part, we're in control of this game the whole time until the. The very end. I still don't think that this team, or either of these teams, have truly matched up against each other in a legitimately close game where it came down to the last possession. I suppose you could say this one was, but you know what I mean. There really wasn't any dueling in this where there was a lot of lead changing. It, it felt like somebody was chasing with a lead this entire series, and it was just a matter of who had it first. The starts were incredibly important. It seemed like whoever came out uh from from the jump that was a team that was uh, gonna get the win uh what was up with uh with robert williams he didn't play much and when he was out there it did not look it did not look good i, I don't even want to i have no speculation because i don't really have anything good to say about it he looked lost and and i mean that in the i don't think i've seen him that disoriented on defense there was one time he came over to help somebody on i, I think Struess was driving which Struess, you know, he's proven to be a pretty solid player, but I don't think he's somebody that commands immediate help, and he missed an awful layup, and Bam just dunked it right behind him. And I was like, why is Robert Williams wasting his time going to help somebody that we probably have? Like, he doesn't need the help. Like, I know you want to go chase those blocks, but you would have been much better off watching that miss be terrible and just snatching the rebound instead of being out of position and leaving Bam there. Because I think that's what Miami got into a lot of trouble of, of where – if you were able to break down somebody on defense, there wasn't a whole lot of help there. So when Robert Williams does that sort of thing, and Grant Williams fell into this trap a little bit too, of helping too much, it, it, it's it's fine. You know, a lot of these guys aren't big finishers. Let them let them drive, let them go. We we'll just fight for the rebound, and we'll punish them on the offensive board on the other end, where we were able to gain a whole lot of good, uh, you know, additional offensive possessions. I think it's worth shouting out that we did we get another Derek White game. Is is this suddenly an expectation now, or is this a terrible curse that now that that's it? We cashed in all of our chips on these last two games with all of our Derek White money. Like we're we're out. There's there's nothing left in the tank. <laughs> that was one of the main things that you uh, were, were shouting out about Game Six was 
we lost the Derek White game. We're not going to get very many of these. Uh, had 20, 22 points, uh, four for seven from from three, and then uh, last night he, uh, you know, just eight points, but two uh, two for three from three. I mean, that that's all we that's all we need from him. We don't need him to be carrying uh, the offensive workload, but it's like when he's open, he's got to hit those and. I, I, hopefully, you know, being the new dad, you know, a little bit of the Van Vliet, just <laughs> he doesn't have to do too much. Just just enough. Just hit those open open shots, solid ball handling. You know, he, he can he can really be a be a glue guy for us. Well, we're going to talk about some of his matchups going forward. But why don't we just stick with Miami while we're, we're kind of on the topic a little bit of of their future? Essentially, they they had some injuries. Kyle Lowry was certainly not the Kyle Lowry that's worthy of that contract, nor the one I think we were expecting. I mean, he did his best of maneuvering calls and manipulating every single part of the game for the last two games. But with that being said, I still think he was an underwhelming roster spot that they, I think, expected a little bit more. I don't think he filled the Drogic shoes that they were hoping for. But with that being said, Hero's out. You know, I don't know what you do with Duncan Robinson, but it sounds like you got a good find in Struess where... Somehow you found some more diamonds in the rough. I, I thought the the other point guard, he played fantastic in most of the series. Uh, it was a Vincent. So it just felt like they were a little small. Like If you were Miami, what, what sort of changes do you think you would make going forward? Or, or do you think this is kind of fizzled out now where they've made an, an almost two title runs in the last couple of years here? Jimmy's future's iffy. I mean, there was some, uh, some team drama earlier. That seemed to not really come back to bite them in the playoffs at all. But... You know what? What's next for Miami? Well, they got Jimmy under under contract uh, for the for, for the foreseeable future. They got Bam under contract. Lowry is going to be coming back, and it just got to think was the way Lowry played because he was banged up, or is he getting old? And this is going to become more and more of an issue. The other one is Duncan Robinson. They got him locked up uh, for the foreseeable future, but he didn't really play. So it's like, is that a little blip on the on the radar, or is it now? Hey, you're uh, you got sixteen million plus that yeah, you're paying a guy to sit on your bench. So that's that's not going to be any good. Um, I got I, I got a I, trade proposal for you already. I, I've been okay. It's it. There's really no basis into all of this. It's just more. I've I've been trying to find essential options for golden state to move on wiseman and and i wonder if miami is an interesting one where would you give up wiggins and wiseman for bam is that like too crazy is that would you have to throw in some, something more hmm. because if you're miami i think wiggins is is the type of guy you're, you're looking for at this point you're you're looking for a tough role player that can maybe step up having a big game and it's really aggressive on off on a, on the defensive end, and it has a capability to guard multiple positions, maybe even bigger positions, help bail out some of the other guys. I think he's a decent shooter right now. And then you got the wild question mark in in Wiseman, and I'm not taking away anything from Bam, but I I certainly feel you're limited to the the height thing, where you really got to play fast, you got to play a certain style, and I'm not sure this Miami team they were so bad in the half court that Bam was really utilized in that, but I think. I think, you know, where he could be really utilized and he would fit in just fine. I think he'd fit just fine in, in Golden State where, you know, Draymond's adding another year on there. I don't know how long that's truly going to last. I think this finals is going to put a ton of pressure on Draymond where 
if it doesn't go well and he doesn't look good, I think they're going to put some blame on him because he he has been getting the job done, but I don't think it's as reliable or as like the, the issues with him offensively are just glaring now. They're obvious. I think other teams in the league are figured it out and I think you just need someone with a little bit more offensive powerhouse or at least a willingness to shoot and Bam I think could be totally capable of that. But I'm just spitballing this. This came to my mind earlier last night when I'm trying to think of like what what would you change on this Miami team? That would be a big change, but would still kind of keep this together for the most part. I'm crazy for trading Bam, though, right? I don't think they can. Yeah. Well, also the uh, the two parties involved, one of the teams just lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. The other one is going to be in the finals. So, uh, I mean, you always want to improve your team as, you know, as, as much as you can, because if you're, you're not improving, you're, you know, you're getting, getting worse. But it seems like maybe it's a, a bit premature, uh, you know, a little bit knee-jerk reaction to just make 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 make, make trades where Miami had uh, you know it was a goofy year with injuries and still dealing with with covid but they had the best record in the east so something was working they had that weird situation where there was that fight on the on the sideline and it was exciting and there was a lot of talk about it but it doesn't seem like that really impacted them that much like they got a really good coach too. The, this is one of the things where I look at this roster and I say, well, how is Duncan Robinson going to be a better player next year? How how is Strews going to be a better player next? year? What are they going to get better at? And I'm not saying they've capped out at where they're at, but I I think I think the only ways you're going to be able to make this true improvements to this team is by getting better players. I think these guys are what they are, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there there's a limit to it, especially in these game sevens where the offense gets really tight and points are really hard to come by. You need somebody who is an actual prolific scorer in not only the the fast break, but in the half court, which is where I think they kind of struggled. Especially when you get out on all the shooters, it, it seemed like their offense was uh, was very strange. Jimmy had some <laughs> some really weird advantages. I think he grifted some, some calls on, on some drives as well, but... He kind of got used to that after just watching Lowry and Smart go back and forth at it. My God, I'm glad <laughs> that's over. I don't know how we fix it, but I, I don't like any of it. I, and, you know, the the other thing we need to fix, the the sideline thing, I know that kind of got blown up as a bigger deal for Dallas of guys on the, the benches distracting shooters in the corner. The, the Lowry thing, totally worth the $25,000 fine. I mean, he's, like, on the court. I swear he touches the player. I, I If anything... I would be just waving the flag of, like, he should be suspended. You know, you're not allowed to leave the bench in the bench area. I think being on the court is leaving the bench area. And if it's not, mm-hmm. it kind of should be. Otherwise, what's the point of the rule? I, I just I just know this seems like something uh, that should be addressed a little bit more seriously. And I know some teams will feel like, oh, it's a fair game. You know, you could do the same thing like if you wanted to. But it's not a – it just seems like a very cheap way to add an emphasis on, on guys that really don't have much emphasis on the game. Like like Thanasis for Milwaukee, it's like he's a he's a glorified cheerleader, right? He's he doesn't play, he's not that good at basketball, but he has some value on the bench because we're allowing things like this. So I don't know, do we want to have guys like Thanasis on benches, or do we need to maybe draw it back a little bit and slow down some Kyle Lowry shenanigans? Yeah, the, what Kyle Lowry did was definitely shenanigans. Uh, it's one thing when you're deep in the corner and the guys are on the bench in like a normal spot and, you know, they trying to distract the shooter. It's the, it's the playoffs. But Kyle Lowry was like, like the coach's box. It wasn't even in the, in a, in a normal area. Cause he, he, he had followed out, 
but that's one of those things when you play teams seven times, you know, in, in a two week span, just, oh, just guys just get under your skin. Uh, definitely just all of the Lowry flopping is just, is, is super annoying. Uh, I'm glad that it didn't impact uh, the game too much last night or, uh, or, or in game six where they kind of just went to like, Hey, you got to cut this out. We're not going to just call everything, you know, play, play, play basketball. Uh, the other one that was really getting me was uh, the BAM moving screens. Uh, I mean, it was just getting where it wasn't even close to being set. He was just going up uh, to the top for the for the ball screen and was just hands on the guy, just moving around. It, it's just I, I, I got to imagine that uh, Ime was just going nuts on, on the refs. But the, the, those were the, the two just, you know, you're watching a game team over and over again, just like, you got to be kidding me. You, you know what else was kind of a first time for me? Yesterday too was we, this call actually went for us the the three pointer on Struess in the corner where he actually steps out of bounds and normally they they'll announce it the next delay or stall a game like whenever whenever the next stop is but for some reason is it just me did it feel like this waited even longer than that for them to remove the three points now I I like the rule I knew they were able to review these I've just never seen it be reviewed not a three or a two, but an out of bounds where they didn't even add the points. They actually removed the points minutes after the game. It's the right call. I was shocked. The ref, if you watch it live, I feel like he kind of should have saw it. I mean, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a ref, you know, who might have pick on this sort of situation, but it, it seems like if a guy's shooting open in the corner and you are the, on the, the high, uh, you know, you're kind of closer by half court over there. What else are you looking at? You know, you that just 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 my thought on it on the thing in general. Like it could have easily been prevented is is kind of what I'm saying here, but certainly an interesting factor in a game seven if you're a Miami fan and you're like, Wow, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run this rule today. Like this has never happened before and it's gonna happen today in a game seven. I mean they lose the game by four, give them the three points back for all I care. But yeah, th- that's that's how much it could have mattered if really if you look back at it. Uh, your your thoughts on allowing this or being okay with this or just the chances of this actually happening and being utilized in a game seven. I've never seen that before. I've seen the, hey, we're going to, you know, the, the ref will make the sign if the, if it's like close to a, a foot on the line and they don't stop the game. But it's like, hey, the next, you know, timeout, we'll, we'll, we'll take a peek and then just confirm. And you might get like, a, oh, yeah, you might notice the score change during uh, the commercial. This, this is what happened. Or the only other time has been a 24-second uh, violation where it's just, okay, well, the other team is going to get the ball anyway. Where this one, I, I, I've, I've never seen it where they go back and they've reviewed it, and it was like three minutes of game time later. I, 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 if, I if I was a Miami Heat fan, I would have just, I, I, would, I would have been very, very upset. I mean, it went, went our way, so it's kind of like, oh, no, nice, nice, nice little bonus here. But I feel like, the delay, man. It was too How? long, right? Like, if you're gonna do this, we gotta put like a shot clock on on alerting everybody. This, I do think it changes the way your your outcome. It it changes your confidence on the on the score. You're like, hey, we got it down to nine, and then you're like, wait a minute, it's twelve, and we just gave up three more. It's fifteen. Now. Like that changes. Just like our is, what we're doing right now is it working? And and then that kind of changes everything. It was like, well, was it working, or did we just think it was working because we thought we had three more points? I, and I, I just got to imagine, like, this has got to happen, like, 
throughout the game. It, call, calls get missed. So I just I, I don't know why this one specifically was was reviewed. Maybe maybe the ref, uh, you know, immediately had said something to the table like, "Hey, we we got to check that out." But I mean, I, I didn't really notice it because that's kind of part of sports. Is sometimes goofy things happen. A guy steps out of bounds and, it, and it's missed. And it, luckily, it was with with plenty of time left. So even if they had um, counted it as a three, I mean, uh, you can't really just go and then say, oh, well, then it means the uh, Celtics would have won by one point. It's like, oh, okay, well, if we had uh, three less points, you know, you're going to play differently. And But it's like, okay, if everything kind of stayed the same, well, towards the end, the only reason we won by four is because they had to foul us because, you know, time was running out. If it was the reverse, we would have had to foul to, to get the ball back. But super, super unique. Uh, never seen that before wonder uh you know if if, if, we'll, if we will see more of this it, at least we're all aware of it now the, if there's enough attention on it they'll do something to adjust the rule I, I don't want them to do that i just want them to look there's a million cameras going on on this thing right and you got a million people working this it, it shouldn't be that hard to have somebody acknowledge hey red flag this guy's out we were with based on the rules you know they, they should be instant this should be. This shouldn't take any longer to make a call in tennis than it should to make that call. <laughs> it should be just all right. Yeah, we're on the line. It's out. You know, we don't have quite the the shadow uh, replay like like tennis. But you know, it, yeah, his foot's out. You can see right here. Done. Well, uh, the other thing too was uh, they showed one replay, and it was very matter of fact. Of like, oh, he stepped out here, and they showed it in slow motion. And from the view that I had in the one review, it was like. I'm I'm not positive. <laughs> his his foot is over the line, but from that angle, like, I'm not sure if he was out of bounds. But it was just the announcer was like, "You don't know nope, out of bounds." Nope, no, no, take three points away, and he's just like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> maybe you want a couple more uh, replays of this." And I kind of saw some jokes on Twitter of like, "Hey, is it? Uh, are you allowed to challenge like the the the, the review of this? Like, what, what what's going on?" Well, it happened. It's it's a rule we'll have to keep an eye on. I, I expect that it'll traditionally be much more useful and utilized with the, is it a two or is it a three? Was he on the line or off the line? I don't think we're going to have quite yeah, as many out of bounds. Before. And, and that's really the whole the point of reviewing this is that I think that is a harder thing for the refs to do. And I'd much rather them focusing on, you know, body contacts, you know, does a shooter have an opportunity to land and, and just sort of that kind of stuff. If they're focusing entirely on the lines, you know, it's kind of tricky, but my, my whole thing of why he should have saw the lines is the guy was open. You, there was no other contact to be looking for. Like you, you, now he's shooting alone. I think you should be able to then say, all right, you look at the lines then. Just, 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 just my thought of it all. But you know what? It worked. It went our way. I won't say we won the game because of it, but if you're Miami, you're like, well, that's just one thing that went against us for sure. We, we, we found the, some weird section rule book, you know, technicality that hasn't actually gone into play once. And it's going to be the first example against us. Just, just mm -hmm. crazy fluky odds, but. You know, here we are. We made it all the way here. It is the NBA Finals. It is two teams that I think, ironically, both of us picked to be in the finals, if I'm correct. Uh, at the beginning of uh of the playoffs, I had picked the uh, the Suns and the Celtics. I, I had the Warriors and Celtics in all of them. I have the Warriors winning in all of them, and, and maybe that's not the not-so-nice news of this. But uh, I got some questions. There's definitely... Some matchups here and some some things that need to kind of be discussed here. Um, why don't we just start with the the real big one here, where I think the best player 
who do you think the best player in the in the series is going to be? I think it, it's it's easy that it's going to be Steph or it's going to be Tatum, and probably whichever one is better, this team is gonna 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 win. It, are we getting the Tatum from last game, uh, where it's oh he is the guy, he is ready for the moment, he wants this, awesome. Or is it the he only has nine points and you know we we lose. Uh, they they put up the uh, the the graphic. I think it was something like the Warriors team has 128 or 127 uh, finals uh, games uh, experience altogether, and the Celtics have zero. That's a factor. My reasoning for, for all of this is going to be based on matchups, where I don't think Curry is a stoppable guy, but I think if you, if you had to invent a player that was capable of maybe slowing him down, I think we have a few of them. And I also think our defense being able to switch on to smaller guards, again, are not going to be able to stop this. But I think if you had to throw someone else on a switch, I think Horford's, again, one of the better ones. And I, and I look on the other page of this all, you know, Clay is certainly coming together still. It's, it's hard to pick on him. And if he ends up destroying us in these finals, it'll just be, well, it was a matter of time. I don't think anyone expected it to last even as long as it has. But there's a chance he may not be the defensive guy he once was. And I wonder... Who are you going to put on Tatum then? You know, Wiggins just had a fantastic series and was really, really good against Luka, who's definitely a much more physical player than Tatum, and I think he was able to be physical with him, and he has some, you know, athletic capabilities on top of all of that. But I just feel like we got guys to throw at Steph, and I and I wonder, I don't think they're, they're, they're a weird defense in comparison to the last two we've played, where they're really good team-wise, but I think... I think very much like Miami is if you're able to break through that first kind of tier, there isn't a whole lot of help waiting for you. There is good shifting help. They're going to take just as many charges, but there's not like a huge shot blocker down there. And I wonder if Looney is going to end up being <laughs> just way too much of a factor in, in all of this. And so for that reasoning, I'm, I'm going to say Tatum's going to be the best player in this series purely based on the matchups. I, 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 I sure, I sure hope so. Uh, the, Little concern, really. Like I mentioned, the the Warriors they've, they've been to the finals. They've been multiple times. Most of those guys have won championships. They do have some younger, newer guys on the team that will have to kind of kind of figure it out. But the the Warriors, like they, they had a couple a couple down years, but like they have like the expectations, and I, I like to think that we have the expectations. But I mean, it was not that long ago. At like the midway point of this season, we were under five hundred. Like we were the eleventh seed. Like this team couldn't hold a lead at all and we, we've turned it around and i'm just a little concerned we've been through these these, these battles we've won two game sevens uh Ime is the first rookie coach to win multiple game sevens and it, it, it's awesome but is there a we, we've already made it kind of feeling i'm just like hey we're just happy to be here and you know whatever happens happens and the warriors come in and say hey we're, we're gonna take your lunch money so i mean al was very uh emotional uh, I think I, I'm, I'm trying. I can't go find the, uh, the 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 details, but his contract for next year was only partially partially guaranteed. And getting to the finals, I think guaranteed five million more. And I think if he wins, then it uh, the whole thing is guaranteed. So there's definitely a financial portion of this on top of the. You know, he was the player that played the most games, or I don't know, most games, or most playoff games without making it to the, to the finals. So uh, I, I, 
I don't think that's like all of his motivation there, but you know, there, there's definitely a lot of emotion. It's like, Hey, we still got four more. We're trying to win. That can't be a stat you ever want to lead the way on, huh? The most participated in most playoff games without a finals appearance. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you're really successful, but you're not the most successful. <laughs> yeah. Good, 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 good luck with that resume. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the, the matchups here. I, I'm more fascinated on the defenses. Like I said, it's they're not the same. Like We had to make adjustments like playing from Brooklyn, who didn't play any defense, to Milwaukee that played their kind of style of defense and an even different style of kind of a scrappier uh, hell. I mean, Miami just reaches. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, they play good defense. They shift well. They're all kind of on a string. They they, they do that. But they they reach. They slap, they reach, and they punished guys that weren't making smart basketball dribbling decisions, which is specifically Jalen Brown, of dribbling into double teams, and we're just going to try and put a hand on it. We're just going to tap, we're going to poke, we're going to do all this, and the rest of the defense is waiting for that ball to come up loose so that they can just grab it and go on the other end. I thought Miami did a really good job for that on that, and I thought we did a terrible job of just playing into that every single time. Golden State's kind of capable of doing that, but I think they play a little bit cleaner and they don't take quite as many chances. I think they'll they'll take just as many charges, which is it's going to come down to like which team takes more charges. I really I really feel like that that's kind of how this game's going to end up being, where we're shutting down we're not shutting down Curry, but we're we're going to try and lock onto him where we don't leave anyone, and and you're going to force guys like Wiggins I think to drive and guys like Tatum and Jalen are going to be forced to drive as well. It, it's going to be an interesting series. I don't know who has the better defense. Would you pick one over the other with without any? Celtics bias here I'm asking you all these questions but I, I just know deep down you, you can't I can't unwash <laughs> the green off you like you're you're, yeah. you're you're still a Celtics fan uh, I think our defense will be the the toughest that the Warriors have faced but I think that their offense is going to be the toughest offense that we face yeah that that's concerning but I, too. I like I like what, what Ime's been doing uh you you going against Jimmy Butler and the the Heat was a little more of a of a you know like like a team where there was no one that sticks a way out where you know Brooklyn's like we got to figure out how we're gonna stop Kevin Durant and then you're going against Giannis like how are we gonna stop him so I agree with you saying I think we got the guys that we could throw at uh, throw at, at Curry but whew, sometimes even when you got the guys if, if he's on so I definitely uh, I'm usually on Steph Curry's uh you know side and when he uh goes unconscious it's it's fun to watch but now that we're going to be on the other side of it i definitely have a have a fear that you just one of those he's out near half court it just nothing you can do i think it's going to take marcus smart four minutes before he becomes the entire country's enemy in in this game he's going to knock curry down over or something in the in the opening minutes well remember he uh he had that interaction with Curry earlier this year that uh, where where Curry got hurt. I that's a, such a stupid reaction. If if we we've talked about this, right? We must have. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just saying like there's a, there's already like something not not something brewing like there's gonna be like an altercation, but just the the, the fan base is like hey there, there's there's already been an incident, but we 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 usually play the Warriors pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, this I, these are finals. All... It's going to be totally different. The, the the expectations, the the pressure, but I uh, I I think that we we have like a we have a legitimate chance to to win a championship. I, I I'm not convinced 
this it's just the struggles that we've had the game we just almost blew in Miami if we try any of this sort of stuff against Golden State which you know, they're all fixable things I think that's the most frustrating thing about the Miami series is we played terrible this whole series and it's like why well, we still won well, we should still be happy we're going to the finals it's like well you shouldn't be that excited unless you're going to make some changes but I think they're fixable stuff and like you said I think we got a decent shot at actually competing in this but these mistakes aren't going to fly against a team with this sort of finals experience they, they're just more experienced than us they, they know how to do this they know this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing and they've been, I know they've been there a couple of times but I don't, I don't think they're going to take advantage of that I, I think if anything they're holy crap we're back this is exactly what we said we were going to do we said the second we get everybody healthy that nobody in the world can beat this starting five and and we really haven't seen anyone do it so this is going to be the first time in a long time and I think they're going to come out swinging I, I'm I'm worried about that I just of just the experience and being overwhelming. I just wonder if a guy like like Derek White, I don't understand how the platform could get any bigger, but for some reason I think the finals is going to be a bigger one, and some of those guys, like, maybe a little shakier. Rob Williams doesn't have a great one. Grant Williams hasn't had a great game either. He, he's been in foul trouble. He seems to be targeted by these referees for honestly just cause at this point because it's every single one, his hands are up, and he's saying something to someone. <laughs> There's just there's there's fixable things though. These these are all things that could get fixed with a couple days off. I hope our health is is just enough. It'd really be a shame to kind of limp through this series. But I hope a couple extra days here is, is going to be just a lot better than playing every other day. We just we had an opportunity yeah, to get some more rest. Like we definitely had an opportunity to get some more rest though. We we could have closed things out game seven and we just didn't. So that's that's on us. That's part of the results of these finals now. Where if we had to play one more game and that's it's going to put Smart's ankle maybe not in a good direction. You know, that that's on us. You know, that's what's why you have mm-hmm. – you, you don't have to play seven games. It's I can't believe, man, that we are, we, we're, we're talking finals. I mean, like, like I said before, we were under 500. This team was not fun to watch. It, was, it wasn't uh, – like I didn't actively, like – give up on the team and say like, Oh, like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it anymore. But there were definitely nights where it's like, ah, the Celtics are playing. Oh, well, who's, uh, who's playing college tonight. Oh, you know what? Maybe check out the college game. Uh, you know, the, it, it wasn't a, Oh, I, I gotta watch it. gotta watch this team. So I, I can't believe how, uh, I, I don't know exactly all, all of the reasons. Uh, I don't know how much of it is uh email and how much of it is the players, but I mean, we lost that game to, uh, to the Knicks, we blew that twenty-five point lead. R.J. Barrett hits the uh, hits the buzzer beater. It's just like you got to be kidding me. We cannot blow twenty-five point leads. We can't specifically. We can't do that to the to the Knicks. That's a Knicks thing to do. It's like, uh, and now now we're four games away. Yeah, I, it seems. I, 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 so far, everyone I've talked to about this, they all were like, "Wait a minute, the first games in Golden State, they had a better record than the Celtics." Like, yeah. No, they did. The Celtics were, were were very good for majority of the year. Not that Golden State was killing it either, but you know, it's it's just how it played out. But Especially where um, the Warriors are are they're, they're they're the three seed, right? Yes, but they still have a better record than our two seed Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just because yeah, I think I saw that um at the very beginning of the series. I was like, hey, you know, if the the, the Warriors win against uh in, in, in the Celtics win like. They get home games because yeah, it definitely is weird that you know three seed gets to be the the home home team. Well, 
I think we're going to kind of wrap up the podcast a little early here. I'll, I guess I'll uh, ask you just one more thing. What were your thoughts on these actual awards for the the conference finals? Like, are we do we like that? Are we are, are like are we going to report this every every time now? I mean. <laughs> What do you mean? Are we going to report it? I mean, like next year, are we going to say yeah? And then uh, Joel Embiid got the Eastern Conference Larry Bird Award of the Award or whatever. I, I did think it was cool that they came out and the the East uh, Championship Trophy was the Bob Cousy Award and the MVP was the Larry Bird. So both Celtics and we won. So Celtics won both uh, both the trophies. Tatum got the, uh, the the Larry Bird. wasn't sure if Larry Bird was going to be there. That was. Uh, the only little 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 wrinkle in there that would that would have been cool if he he had done that, but I, yeah, I th- I'm I, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with uh, no, another MVP because I feel like we have the MVP for the regular season and then there's the finals MVP. But you know, there's still other other series. Uh, I mean, it's usually just going to probably be the guy who scores the most points on the winning team. So it's, you know, might not be too too imaginative. That but didn't I even think happen. It, I think it helps, you know? That didn't even happen. I think Jalen outscored Tatum for points. Hmm. Yeah, no. Definitely had to have been close, right? It was close. It was. Cl- it wasn't like a ton more, but I, I think it was just. A, I want to say six points. It, like it wasn't wasn't obvious, but. Uh, yeah. Either way, I, there was a part. There was a part of me that was like, really, we're gonna watch Jimmy Butler get this. Like, is like Cedric Maxwell still gonna come out and do all this, or is he gonna have anywhere near sense? Like, is he gonna be angry drunk instead of the happy drunk he was? Like, what, what, <laughs> what, what are we expecting by this? Uh, I'm gonna make this one guarantee right now: Larry Bird is never gonna show up to ever give out this award unless it's in Indiana, <laughs> and even then, even then, I still put it at a 50/50 odds. So he's never coming out for this. I think you got a shot at maybe Magic giving it out, but your best case scenario is maybe Larry Bird does a re- pre-recorded video. Congratulations to both people and you just air one of them <laughs> that, that's it that's I, it that's I, there's no way he's ever gonna do anything more i i thought the uh the way espn did the the, the post game wasn't wasn't as good as the way uh, tnt did it they were they had van pelt interviewing kendrick perkins and then on the tv were showing the celtics in the locker room and you could tell Ime was saying something it's just like why listen to Perk talk when I could be listening to whatever the coach is saying right now? That seems way more uh, way more interesting. I don't know if you know like some sort of privacy or or, or something, but it, it was definitely definitely odd. It it felt like they it felt like a separate program that had wasn't truly reacting to what they just saw. Like we switched the channel almost. Where it was like, yeah. okay, the game's over, and I switched the channel, and we're watching a completely different program right now about what would just happen, rather than what's still happening uh, right now. On it, yeah, like, yeah, they hadn't <laughs> given out the, uh, the 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 trophies. I was even I was even looking at like, do, do I have to change the channel to see who who, who wins? I want I, I, I was pretty sure that was going to be Tatum, but I thought there's a chance it could be could be Brown. It's like I I, I want to see this. I, I watched it when they did it for uh, for Curry a couple nights ago. Uh, well, anyways, series starts Thursday. We will be back next Monday with hopefully a couple games to talk about, and hopefully they will go our way. It's going to be a tough road ahead on the road, but we've been a good road team, and I'm ready for it. Anything else you want to add? Go Seas. column A, little column B.